welcome to my podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I wanted to create a podcast to remind you that skating is for everyone. On today's episode, we're going to be talking to Clabera Kamini, and we're going to learn more about her journey on the ice and her awesome Etsy store, KK Skates. So sit back, grab a mug of your favorite beverage, and listen to this week's episode of On the Ice with Bernice. And remember, everyone is welcome on the ice. excited today because we have Clabera Comini with us today, the founder of KK Skates, and I'm just so excited to hear more about her journey on the ice. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Bernice. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm just, I'm just thrilled. All right. Well, let's just start off easy. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you found your place in the world of skating. Oh, I love that. Okay, so longer story short, um, I've been a professional figure skater for about 10 years. Um, I started skating at the age of 11. Well, I started when I was three for like six months, and then my parents took me out of it. And then I started at the age of 11, which like in the competitive world can be a little late to the game, right? Right, right. Um, So I had to play catch up for like all of my testing and all of that. I competed until I finished high school. And then I was like, you know, What's the next step? And I ended up getting a skating contract at um, SeaWorld Orlando's Christmas show, which if anybody's ever in Orlando, highly recommend seeing it because it's a beautiful venue. Um, And then from there, I went to work in Germany at an amusement park for about two years. Um, Oh, my goodness. That's like the opposite of Florida. I know. Can you imagine? (laughs) Wow. And it was super cool because I got to like experience this brand new culture at such a young age because I was Mm. 18. Um, so I lived there for about two years. And then from there, I went on to cruise ships, Royal Caribbean cruise lines. I did five years on cruise ships. I started as a single skater first. And in the meantime, during this whole time, like keep in mind at 18, I still had only had seven years of skating under my belt. Um, so I still was like working on my Mm. elements, on my skills, everything to then eventually I got contracted for cruise ships, um, because they have a very, um, unique casting process, I should say, where they're kind of picky. So like, that was my goal. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta work towards this, this, this. And I wasn't the best jumper at all. So like I zoned in on flexibility and I zoned in on showmanship and like my show personality and it helped me big time. Um, and then from there on the cruise ships, I started as a single skater and then I moved on to Adagio. So I got paired up with somebody and then I stayed skating pairs slash Adagio until I got dancing on nice, which is a TV show, which is like dancing with the stars. Oh my God. Ice skating version. <laughs> yeah. But on ice. Wow. Yeah. So you're like teaching a local or like a nation national celebrity how to skate. Um, and I got that in the Netherlands my first year and it was a super cool experience. I actually ended up winning the show with my partner. Um, and then I came home and then I ended up doing the UK version of that show two for two seasons. I made it to the finals for wow. one season. Then I made it to the semifinals for the last season. I just got back in March of this year. Um, Ooh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Listening. Telling it. 
Oh my goodness. Well, you know, you, you raised a point I've never thought about. So when you're doing all those shows and stuff, you, do you still get to work on, you know, your skills as a skater? Cause you said that, you know, you were only seven years into skating. So how, how did that work? Yeah. So any chance, so actually it was quite interesting because in shows you have like a principal skater, which is the soloist. And then you have chorus, which is like the ensemble, mm. the group numbers and stuff. And my first contract, I was ensemble. Um, so it was really hard to get ice time because normally like the soloists get the practice ice time because they're normally jumping and doing, you know, a pretty long number full of elements. So an ensemble didn't, doesn't really get that opportunity. So I was actually going to ice rinks and like practicing still. And then I was asking the soloists because I was like so new, right? Like I was the newbie in the cast. Um, and I was asking the soloists if I could jump on their ice, like the last 10 minutes, if they weren't using it. So like I was doing everything. I was stretching. I was going to like circus school. Like I was going to dance classes. Like I was like, I have a goal and my goal is to be on cruise ships. So I'm going to make that happen. Um, Oh and my yeah, so you, I just found the time. It's really depends on the show you're on. Like when you're on a cruise ship, you there's like um, mandatory warm up ice before the show just for like uh, safety reasons. But then there's also like open ice if you want to use it. And it just depends on you as a skater if you want to use it. Like I decided I wanted to because I wanted to make the switch from singles to pairs. So right. I had some of the guys on the cast helped me. So we would utilize like the on ice, the open ice time. And I would work on my extra stuff. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love that. And I mean, that just clearly demonstrates how much you love skating. I love skating, which, you know, is what I'm all about. Um, so tell me more about your love of skating. So, I mean, obviously you love it and you've done all of this, the show stuff and, and all over the world. And, you know, I'd love to hear more about that eventually, but you know, where has that led you now that, you know, are you, are you still doing dancing on ice? Yeah, that's um not confirmed nor denied yet. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a lot of logistical reasons that, that it is a long time away from home, and it's mm. uh, we don't really confirm that until a little later in the summer. But um, yeah, it's opened a lot of doors for me, and it's it's kind of it's kind of been my outlet for a lot of things. So right now, I am also a fitness trainer. I work for a 45, a local one here. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And it goes really, really well with skating practice, actually, because it's all functional training. So it's very smart training. And in the meantime, when I was on cruise ships, um, I ended up getting certified for personal training, then group training, and now um, a functional strength coach. So I did that simultaneously, just so like I had something when I came back and I love training people and I love training myself. So um, and it really coincides without being 110% like in the coaching side of things Mm. for skating, because like skating is my outlet and it's my love and it's like I want to have like a good taste for it all the time and I don't ever want to be like oh I gotta be on the ice for 10 hours today like I don't want to get to that point like I want to keep it I want to be the person that comes in and I'm the fresh vibe because Mm -hmm. I it's still really really fresh for me if that makes sense like I don't want to burn out from skating so I went to the fitness world because I love helping people find a healthy way to live their life or just like today I I had a class and like I had someone lift something a little heavier than they normally would. And like that, seeing somebody get that excited about that, like a full adult, a full blown adult, get that excited about that achievement that they had today. Like, I love that. 
which then leads me to KK skates. <laughs> yes. Now I want to hear about more about KK skates. I just want to say that this F45 stuff, I, I looked, I looked it up after, you know, Anna told me that that's what you do. And, and that's intense. That's just yeah. not running around the block. I mean, that's getting after it. I can see how that would help you with skating. And yeah. I mean, you have like plyometrics, you have strength training, you right. have agility, like all the things we need as skaters at any age, you know? Right. Wow. Well, maybe one day I'll have to come try it out because, oh, yeah. my goodness, that yeah. just that must help everything. It does. And it just and I can like testify to that just from the members that we've had. And like they're they're like after a few months, their testimonials are amazing. They just they just feel good. Like they literally feel good. We had somebody after like four months, he went to like his annual checkup and his charts were completely different. Cholesterol, wow. like just from that consistent movement. Yep. And that must be so rewarding to be a part of that journey and, and, and just to witness that. Wow. I it's love incredible. it. Yeah. It, you just, you get a really nice sense of accomplishment, helping other people, especially because it's something I'm very passionate about. And I, like, I really do believe that anybody can do that. Like anybody mm -hmm. can make a switch. Anybody can incorporate these things into their daily lives. It's not easy if you're not used to it. I won't oh, say no. it's easy, <laughs> but like, it's definitely doable. And if you have someone holding you accountable and you have someone helping you along the way, like it's definitely easier. If that makes right. sense. I want to be that person. <laughs> right. And you know, that, that goes right along with my mantra of everyone is welcome on the ice of, you know, it, it's like you said, it might be very hard. And especially as adult skaters, you know, um, yeah. I think it's harder for adult skaters to start skating because you got all that mental stuff, totally. you know, you got to get over as well that kids just don't have. And we're higher up on the ice than, you know, those youngsters. And, and so I'm right there with you, this fitness stuff, it just makes you feel feel good. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why it should be for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, tell us about the KK skates. So KK skates, KK is my initials. Um, honestly, I started it in the beginning just to like play around with some ideas. And I was like, I'm not an artist by any means. Like I don't, I don't, I'm creative on the ice. I'm not creative, like pen and paper. I wish I was, but I started like doodling these little, like, swirly signs for a bit. And I was like, Oh, that'd be cool if there'd be an ice skate there. And I was like, okay, like, let me just see what it would look like on a shirt. Like that'd be kind of fun, whatever. So I just threw together. I was like, okay, initials, I'm a skater, KK skates, boom, done. And then I actually realized I like it a lot. The design, this is the design. Yes. Oh, let me hold up my mug. mug. <laughs> yep. Yes. So I liked it a lot. And then I was like, you know what, this could be a great opportunity to like keep me connected to the skating world without going the full-time coaching route. Because for myself, I don't want that for skating, as I explained before, just because it's my happy place and I wanted to say my happy place. Um, so this actually started as an online thing on Etsy. And then now like I came back from dancing on ice in March. And then I was like, well, I'm in Michigan. Michigan's a huge ice skating state. Mm. So let me see if I can like become a vendor know nothing about how to be a vendor. Like if you would have seen me at my first one, like I had one table and like, it wasn't set up very nicely. And I was like, I had my sweaters and my shirts and I was like, okay, whatever. Like this is how we're going to start it. Yeah. Um, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And it really is a learning process. Um, and now it's kind of escalating a little bit where I am. And I was just at theater on ice nationals. Um, and then I'm going to be at skate Detroit this weekend. And like, I was at St. Clair shores this past weekend and they had like a, like a learn to skate competition as well. And 
I see like the skaters come up and like get so excited. And then I would see them like wearing my sweaters, like, especially this last weekend, they were just walking around wearing my sweaters. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, this is so cool, you know? So, and on top of that, like online, the online version, I've had so many adults also, or even like moms and daughters with matching sweatshirts and shirts. Like it really is so cool to see where this is going. And this is just the beginning. Like I definitely want to incorporate like my off ice um, and conditioning background to see if I can like go somewhere else with it, especially with like the flexibility, mobility. I'm really big into that. Um, but this is right now, it's just apparel, but it's, it's making me very happy. <laughs> yeah, And it's just so adorable. I just love seeing it. I just, especially the, the, something about that design on the sweatshirts just looks so nice. Yeah. And it's, it, I like that it's, it's different than, than the other stuff you, you can find at the competitions that, you know, I, I mean, I like that other stuff too, but it, it's nice to have something more classy and elegant. That's what I was going for. So like, mm. it is a very simple design. And that's the feedback I keep getting from it is that, wow, yeah, exactly that. I don't really see this at competitions because it is normally like the blocked mm. Beelman or spiral. And it's like, my mom watches me skate or whatever the, the right. tagline is, you know, which is cute. But this is, this is, I don't think adults would normally wear that. Whereas this can be literally for an adult or for a youth size. So this right. is literally for everybody. It looks cute when we wear it. It looks cute when the little ones wear it. And then it's cute if they match. Like I would go anywhere in this kind of shirt. You know, I don't oh, know yeah. that I would wear like my mom watches me skate if I was going to <laughs> like out to dinner. You know what I'm saying? So it really is for everybody. And it's very, very simple. I mean, it's just loops on the ice, you know, and then that which then can be taken into that's the lace of the skate or mm. loops. And that's the sign that's like the, the markings on the ice, but it's connected to the skate. So it's technically the lace. So it's like a double meaning on that. Um, yeah. I, I just, every time I talk about it, every time I see somewhere, every time someone sends me a picture, I'm just so excited about it because it really is such a cool way for me to stay connected to this world that I love, you know? Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that I just love about it is that, you know, they didn't talk about this on career day. And, and you know, this isn't the normal route in figure skating, but it, you're still in the world of figure skating, you know, and, and, and I think that's important for people to see is that you know, figure skating isn't just about going to the Olympics. It's about things like this. Yeah. And absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly what it is. It's not, the Olympics is an insane achievement. It's amazing, but you can achieve things in other ways. You can go to shows. You can try to get through certain tests and that's a huge achievement. You can just set a goal of, I want to skate once a week. And that's an achievement for somebody, you know, like it doesn't have to be limited to the Olympics because that is a very small percentage of people that go there. So like, why can't you set other achievements, you know? And for me, this is, speaking for myself, this is a huge achievement for me. Like I, it was one idea and now it's growing and I am just thinking of ways to make it grow more and how mm. I can be more involved, you know? So it's, yeah. And the feedback I'm getting is like I said, it's just making me so happy. <laughs> oh, I just love hearing that. Now yeah. I want to talk more about your skating. Um, but my first question is, you know, how is it different being, you know, at a rink, at a competition or, you know, somewhere selling KK skates and, and you're not actually skating? What is, what is that like? So I think 
that because I've done it for so long, like the show skating and the, you know, just being in the skating world, I'm very fulfilled on that end that I'm genuinely just happy to be there. And it reminds me, especially for me, it reminds me of like bonding with my mom Mm. because it was just her and I doing that. So like, it makes me very happy and it makes me feel very fulfilled. Like there's not a piece of me that was like, that's like, Oh man, I wish I was out there right now. Like I'm genuinely so fulfilled in what I've done in my career thus far that I'm like, heck yeah, you go girls. Like, let's go, let's go compete. I see the medals. I, I ask, and that's another thing. I get to talk a lot to the people that come up and purchase something. And I get to like, what level are you? The mom used to be a skater or whatever the scenario is. I still get to like connect with so many people. And to me, that's very important because that Mm -hmm. I need that in my life and any career I choose to do, I need to have the constant connection with people. And that's, that's all this has been since the beginning. So it, it feels nice to be there. It doesn't feel like, um, like, Oh man, I need to like, I need to get on the ice and blah, blah, blah. Like I just, I feel good being there. Oh, I, right. I, I love I like I'm in the right that. spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and that's where we all want to be. We just want to feel like we're in the right spot. I, I love that. Um, so I want to know what are some of your favorite memories from all these shows and dancing on ice that you've done? Yeah. Um, that's a that's a big answer because there's so many. Oh, I'm sure. Definitely winning the Netherlands, like that moment when they called our names. Thank goodness I have that on video, like live TV video, because that's sometimes I watch that video. I'm like, it just feels like a different life. And it was probably one of the coolest feelings I've ever, ever, ever had. Um, And then I this last year I was on Dancing and I so last like two seasons ago, I took a season off. I stayed home for about a year and a half. And I almost thought like I was kind of done with skating. Mm -hmm just because I was getting in like the routine of normal life, dancing on ice kind of fell into my lap again. So then I ended up taking the opportunity. And I remember our opening show, because I had been off of shows for about a year and a half. Our opening show, I had a lift with my pro partner where like he had me in a cradle, but I was fully like perpendicular to him. So I was looking up at the lights and at the ceiling and he was spinning me and there was a live audience and it had been so long for me. And I remember I literally had tears in my eyes because I was so happy and I could not believe I was back in the situation that I thought I wasn't like I was kind of done with, you know? Um, Yeah, that's actually a huge memory for me. And that was pretty recent. Oh, wow. And you you know, you're doing what you love when, when you, you know, you got to have a little tear that that's when, you know, you gotta have a tear. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I'm grateful I've had a few of those moments in my life where, you know, I knew I was in the right spot because a little tear came to my eye. You know it. No, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. What? Okay. If you had to choose between the Netherlands, Germany and the UK, which one would you choose to live for anything? Which one did you like better? The Netherlands. Why the Netherlands? It has a really cool vibe. The city has a cool vibe. Like Amsterdam has a cool vibe, but so does like UT. Utrecht is called Utrecht and like all the other cities around like it's just everyone's just riding their bike having a nice time like it's a very like calm situation London like I would London would be my second one after that just because it's like New York but like a cleaner version of New York Hmm. so it's very nice to be in there but it is still a city so it's really fast paced whereas Amsterdam in the Netherlands is still a city but it's not as fast paced and it's a tourist city but it doesn't feel like it when you're there the canals are beautiful the scenery is beautiful like it's just it's a vibe I don't know Mm. how to explain it it's a vibe (laughs) oh I get it sometimes there you just can't explain it I guess I got one question left for you 
Who right. do you know that I should interview next? Ooh, good question. Let's see. I mean, I've got some, like my, a few of my skating partners, my pro skating partners. There's a guy named Brendan Hatfield. He's done dancing on ice a few years. Super cool. He's American, but now he lives in the UK. Um, he would be a great one. He's also a super funny guy. I skated with him last year on the show. Super cool. I highly recommend that. Or my other skating partner, her name's Aaron Van Cleve. He actually represented Germany in some big oh, events. Wow. Big competition events. And he just started his own podcast, not skating related, um, just like outside of skating, but he worked on cruise ships for a long time as well. He's done takeout of cruise ships, which is like being the first cast on the ship. Um, so he's probably got some very cool stories for you too. Wow. Well, I, you know, I'm sure Anna will get with you later to, yeah. to sort out this. Um, Colbera, thank you so much for meeting with me today. I've absolutely enjoyed getting to know this side of figure skating. I didn't even know existed. So Good. just thank so you happy. so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Ice with Bernice. On today's episode, we talked with Clabera Kamini and learned about her journey on the ice. We also learned about her awesome store, KK Skates. If you haven't gone and checked this out, then you need to go check out her Etsy store. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you like, comment, and subscribe to my podcast? This really helps young whippersnapper podcasts like me get going. This episode was researched and produced by Anna Blankenship and hosted by me, Bernice. And remember... Everyone is welcome on the ice.